thank you aditi uh, it was like standing in front of the mirror i think you've uh, you've very wonderfully added uh, suggestions and uh, guided me into things which may be a blind spot and how i can work on them there welcome to absolutely right the very first graphology or handwriting analysis based podcast show in india my name is aditi surana i am a graphologist a high performance coach and an anti anxiety expert every wednesday we invite a phenomenal guest who has done something really interesting in their life and try to decode their personality their success hacks with the help of their handwriting being a graphologist i have this extra edge to know people at a deeper level with the help of their handwriting strokes so what all you got to do get your handwriting sample next to you because as i will be analyzing our guest today i will throw some truth bombs for you to check out your own handwriting sample and learn some interesting things about your own personality have you ever wondered what goes inside the mind of an advertiser to come up with that one line or a few words at times that's just simply connect us to the brand it takes so much to make that simple messaging effective Our guest on the show Neha Gupta Day is a Harvard certified award winning marketing director at Global University Systems. Prior to this she worked with some amazing brands like HIL Limited, CK Birla, Jio, LinkedIn and Idea Network. Neha is a curious person who is always eager to learn, go to the next level, figure out things for herself and constantly be on the edge of creating something really really phenomenal. In today's conversation we speak about some amazing ad campaigns that she has created, what goes under her creative process and so much more. Keep your handwriting ready and let's get Neha on the show. Hi Neha, welcome to Absolutely Right. It is so interesting to have a guest from the industry like yours where you have experiences from different different walks of life and different indi- different companies where you have implemented your talent thank you very much first of all for having me here uh, i would like to compliment both the way you speak first of all i think it's mesmerizing thank and uh, and definitely it makes complete sense for you to be a speaker who who takes various ideas and learnings from different places and i think secondly i i really want to compliment about your thinking on having an art and how do you relate that art to different aspects of people's life and bring bring a learning for your listeners so i really love the whole format of your show and thank uh, you i'm so I'm sure happy gonna... that you have you actually spent time listening to the episodes and that, that's so beautiful thank Indeed. you so much and and i think it char- charged me up really well because i wanted to take home something from this uh, episode for myself so i think listening to those i became really selfish and interested uh, in the episode so <laughs> <Going my> great <laughs> perfect <laughs> so please tell us about where you know this exact journey started Definitely, Aditi. I have always tried to make the most of every opportunity that I've got. Uh, and having said so, I would say most of them have turned out to be good decisions because I've accumulated different knowledge and different understanding from various industries. And when I go to a new industry, a new role, I carry a lot of diverse experience. Right. And and I'm sure you will agree when you go to something new, there's a huge learning curve we all go through. And, and thereby learning, also an an unlearning phase where you have to yes, slowly drop. Yes, things. yes. So so you have preconceived notions. You have things. This is how it works, and it's it's a little um, how should I say? It's a little uh, unknowing. You you say huh? okay, is this uh, something I'll be able to do or not? But yes, it's been really enjoyable. 
I think um, I have people who are from various industries who tell me how things work in those industries. And I say, okay, if this is something which can work in a consumer durable, then how will it work maybe in an industrial product? So tell us about your idea campaign. We want to know about it. So I, I would say that's uh, that was the most exciting time for an engineer uh, in me to convert into a brand person, which I became as a professional. Okay. Uh, so the whole thought behind idea campaigns, and that's where I started my career was that how does a small idea change lives of millions of people? That was right. at the core of the brand idea. Okay. And I think it did, did, did change significantly my, uh, my life as well. <laughs> okay. And I'm sure. Uh, so the learning that I got from there was that a brand has a role to play in everybody's life. Okay. And how do you keep on consistently telling them that this is the role the brand idea has? So we right. will always give you that small idea, which is related to telephony, right. you know, how, how, which we see now has come true. So today you, you know, there was a time when uh, our brand ambassador talked about the fact that you can have one cell phone giving uh, classes to thousands of students and we and see today you're doing, it. <laughs> doing that and and you know with my colleagues who or my past colleagues from idea we talk about that today that how uh, something that we had you know an idea whose time was yet to come maybe yeah. has come now what so, an idea Sergi. definitely what an idea Sergi. <laughs> and uh, and the, the, the how it shaped all of us as professionals and i would say decent ones yeah i'm sure i'm sure so i had asked you to write your handwriting sample on a blank sheet of paper which is unruled paper and i have your sample in front of me a few things to to talk about before we dive deep into the conversation and please keep your writing in front of you Indeed, yes. and even for our listeners and viewers if you have a sample where you have scribbled something bring that on so that when i describe some traits in neha's writing you can find it for yourself if that is applicable or not so the first thing that comes to my mind when i look at your writing your lowercase letter f yeah you write them like a letter like like number eight top part of that letter is squeezed so you can't see any formation but the bottom part is is smooth it's like that loop that is you know well formed now if you have your lowercase letter f like eight, eight formation anybody then you are not necessarily into planning and execution you jump into things and figure things out indeed okay you literally walk into a situation without having a plan on hand you believe okay something will work out uh, let me look at what what is fitting here is this the solution is that the solution and by the logic by the experimenting attitude you figure things and you're willing to try them out fail and get it wrong but most of the time because you walk in with that much of willingness the very moment you see things going wrong you work on them you change them you alter them and that's how you figure things out that's brilliant, Aditi. And, and I would say, I think uh, that I think is my strength personally. As a professional, it has worked for me. I, I think going back to idea as the term, I'm a big fan of ideas and I'm a big fan of any opportunity. So I think if there is an idea, then, then let's not put it in the back burner. Let's travel the distance, like you said, and we will definitely learn something out of it. Even if it's not successful in the first go, it will have an endpoint. It will reach somewhere, right. and and we will all have learned something out of it. Uh, I think uh, back in my uh, you know starting of my career, my CMO used to say that every mistake is also a learning, sure. right? And sure. and as marketers, we 
I think we all are evolving constantly. There used to be the times when we were doing all those large scale print ads and TVCs. And now we see that we are shooting films on yeah. webcams and, and on mobiles Zoom and mobiles. And, and there is a huge audience to watch that because yeah. till the time you have the great idea of a great content, people will watch it, True. be it shot on a 70 mm or be it shot on a, on a Zoom with your, or yes. with your just a, Handphone. Hand so basically, so, you're saying that when you jump into a situation without having a plan, what is your formula? What do you do exactly? So uh, I, for every idea, I try and bring the resources which are required on the table. I am. I like uh, that I'm on top of things, especially when these are new ideas and we are all clear where we are going. Right. I don't like the ambiguity, at least in the action plan, <laughs> because because you don't know where you're going eventually. True. But at least be clear on what you're doing. So I, I like to define those at least what are our short term actions and wins and hence where we are going so that so, you can keep on course correcting as well. Okay. Another thing that stands out in your writing is when you write your letter Y, mm. you make sure that you complete the loop. You do not That's leave right. the loops hanging. Now, that's an important idea because every time you set out to do something and whether people agree with you or not, whether they are interested in the final outcome or not, because it's a game for you, it's, it's, a, you know, it's like that one more experiment for you, you will make sure that you complete it, you finish it. You're like, okay, probably it is not necessarily the thing everybody would clap for, but I need to know where this journey takes me or where this idea goes or where this experiment, you know, where, how it evolves. So it's so important for you and people who complete their why loops like that uh, pursue those things to the end. So over to you. Indeed. Okay. First of all, why is my, I think a favorite letter and I was just going through my <laughs> writing and I saw. You have a favorite letter. <laughs> yes. That's so cute. <laughs> I have favorite numbers, favorite letters. You know, there are, I think those are the back of the mind comfort uh, that, that we have. Okay. This is, this is something I relate to. And indeed, I think I, I, I did see, I, I noticed that, yes, I do finish that. Why? You're right, Aditi. I think um, it may it's, a, it's an attribute of both personal and professional because sometimes uh, the, the, the higher you grow, it is important to believe in what you're doing and that is where you can carry your team along with it. Right. So if I start a journey with them and I tell them, okay, uh, you know, somebody has told me that it will not work and I'm dropping it. I think somewhere for them also, it's a little disillusioned where uh, they'll say, okay, and, and I'll lose trust amongst them as well. Because mm-hmm. as, a, as a responsible leader, it's my job to also take them to the journey where we all started. And we said, okay, this is where we are looking at. That, right. That's where let's, let's go. Uh, in, and it's a, it's a combination of personal as well. And like you said, that since I, I like being a problem solver, it relates to the fact that I want to see, did this idea work or not? Right. Do I want to be in the same situation tomorrow and say, okay, I didn't test it when I had an opportunity last time. Mm. So do I do it again or not? You know, I speak about this concept in a high performance coaching sessions that so many times people who have the internal researcher Hmm. constantly working on their experiments or their ideas or they're evolving in that skill, they are happier no matter where you put them. I agree. If, if that internal researcher is not there, or if you're only working on the outcomes, which other people can agree with or clap for, you may really achieve a lot, but you won't be happy because you're not engaged. So we are always engaged, you know, through that researcher's gap where you keep 
improving enhancing you look at any sports person anybody who is a great leader this whole idea of constantly evolving because i want to see what will i do here that That's i right. feel is is fantastic no it's it's very it's very interesting that you've pointed this out aditi so you know there are various hormones which impact our well being right and i think happiness is obviously one of the important one and you can have various attributes which bring down to happiness but a little small wins the the hormone which gets secreted with that mm-hmm. it it gives you a huge stimulus and right. and that is what we all go for we say okay i want you to try and you know grow a little bit more and and do this little more increment did i right. do that was i successful in that and that kind of gives you a, a little high and say okay let's go for another one that that's very beautifully put because so the goal achievement or or this whole like you know having audacious ideas does not happen one fine day it happens in every moment so what you're saying is if i know the goal that i'm achieving or i'm setting out for is in my in my you know ability of achievement it's something that i can tangibly experience it right yes. now yes. and go for it and play yes. the game it's almost like instant gratification in the moment about the the whole idea I, you totally agree. gamify your problems i can tell that <laughs> <laughs> So I had a couple of questions, um, and this actually led me from the various podcasts that I heard of you, and I saw how you engage with your uh, uh, with your guests and the ideas you gave them. Uh, first one, which I had uh, largely was that. So at times, uh, I I tend to be a little more assertive. I would uh, I would insist on things to be done, and somebody can perceive uh, a professional to be maybe a little aggressive in that. now because because we are saying okay let's go for it let's do it you know somebody doesn't want to do it is there a, a behavior pattern that you see uh, or uh, an attitude that you see in my handwriting which can help me complement that okay so let me first begin with the question of aggression are you an aggressive person the answer to that is no you're not thank you are you an assertive person the question to uh, the answer to that is yes you are now what is the difference between the two yeah when you hold on to an idea and you're very firm about it because you believe in it you see that is required that is firm behavior hmm okay hmm. and when you become obsessed with that idea and you want to support it because it is your idea not because hmm. it is required to be done hmm. is where you become aggressive you start hmm. using force pushing people around hmm your assertive behavior can be looked at as uncomfortable behavior because you do make people in your team feel uncomfortable with their comfort zones that's you right. will push them in a way that they don't like and you do that i believe also because your bosses your coaches your mentors did that to you that's and if they wouldn't have done it you wouldn't have been here so because you believe in that idea so much and you're sold on it you you know it's something that you vouch by and you have seen the personal transformation you also hold that that higher standard for your team to go to indeed. now here is a problem indeed i i just want to tell you this is really insightful aditi and this is a perspective i didn't think of and when you said you know my my coaches and mentors and my earlier bosses yes i think that's something that they brought on the table and right? and they would have pushed me at that time and and that's something i would have learned please now here is a point they did not push you and that was the key they enticed you they hmm. actually got you so excited that you felt as if it's your baby to take hmm. care of most of the time you land up 
missing on that part or not spend enough time on this portion of your leadership and you expect people to join the bandwagon and when they don't you become little pushy right you start telling them but this must be done right uh, th this is what is required why would you miss an opportunity and for you it's obvious but like any other story that we watch any movie that we watch you know for us to care for the leader's journey or leader's conflict we have to feel invested in it right and that part is where you have to bring in a lot more storytelling maybe a mm. lot more connection maybe a lot more empathy which i feel are your i would not say concern areas but areas where you haven't worked on as much right especially empathy because of the speed and excitement that you are driven by you want to jump on ideas and you want to get to the next level right now Right. or yesterday maybe you're like but why are we wasting time here you're not impatient let me clarify mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. impatience in the writing is about the horizontal line on the letter t flying off on the right side i do not find any of that in your writing so you're not an impatient person but the enthusiasm with which you work you miss involving people in the narrative that you're building mm -hmm. the way you do it to your client maybe mm -hmm. the way you would do it to people who you report to or mm -hmm. you you know kind of selling mm -hmm. the whole idea to you would do that but the same internal selling is required with the team and i know it can be really tiring at times but leaders who manage to do that who build that narrative for the internal team generally land land up having more freedom in the future that's fantastic aditi i think that's that's how my coaches always said you know uh, that there is an end goal and then there is a journey and mm -hmm. and higher you go i think it's important to carry people along with that in your journey and not just de reaching that goal mm -hmm. um, thank you so much for uh, reemphasizing that and highlighting it again so um maybe at times i end up taking lot of uh, i would say okay let me take the responsibility let me right. jump into a problem again let me be the problem solver so the problem has to be solved how do i nurture more people and and take the level of a coach and say okay how do you do that problem solving and i'll i'll get, guide you into that that is uh, extremely difficult keeping your in instinctive excitement in mind okay so when you look at a problem right now and for last few years the priority is to get the best possible solution right okay or find whatever method required for us to crack the code right this is where you are at right now and that excites you that's that's your ikigai to wake up you know every morning look forward to work <laughs> to switch gears you have to find next problem that you're solving and this mm -hmm. is also for our listeners uh, if you are delegating is not about giving the responsibility of work on to someone else and then you know feeling uncomfortable about it that's not how delegation works mm -hmm. what you really have to figure out and especially for a problem solver like you you have to define a new problem in delegation area hmm okay which means if you're solving an external problem how you look at all the shortcomings how you look at what are the alternate ways in which i can solve this problem what are the the other experts who have figured this out and how i can pick one solution from their experiment and implement and test it hmm you love testing hmm right similarly you haven't made delegation your experiment yet hmm. the very moment you'll do that you will start seeing how i can implement multiple solutions and how i can really tweak the problems for people to move ahead 
Hmm. Where you'll observe their reactions closely. You'll see what words that you use work better with one person over the other. You'll see in their body language, whether they're reluctant, they're willing, they're actually interested or they're not interested. All these observations can become a game and ask me about it. Once you start paying attention to all these things, you don't require fictions to read because you literally <laughs> have storybooks walking around all the time. So those are aspects mm-hmm. I think you can open up if mm-hmm. you make that as your game. Mm-hmm. Right now, it is a necessity and you hate necessities. So That's, that's very beautifully put, uh, Aditi. Yes, I think... Uh, in the hindsight, when I think of it, and I take this as a challenge, like you rightly said, I'm able to implement that when I say, okay, the the task here is that how do I make my team take up certain more things? Or how do I have other people more engaged? If that is the task for me, maybe I'm I'm able to do it much better. And eventually, that will become a larger habit as well. But I think we all eventually are on a journey and and conversations like these brings out uh, those spots, which are Uh, which you've carried for a long period of time. And then uh, once you are conscious to that, we all can work on it. uh, Absolutely. And the whole idea of making our conversations, especially on the podcast, so raw and so open and so specific is Mm. this. So yes. that all of us start looking at those pitfalls and work on it. And That's all of right. us have them. You know, the whole idea is to celebrate the, the broken part. That's you right. Know, you know, share your story, which is not perfect. Mm. And in spite of the story, you are as successful as you are. You're not here without any problems. You're here mm. in spite of all these challenges. And every morning you wake up, you show up, you do the job in spite of it. And I feel that is fascinating. And all of us, you know, must imbibe these traits. I completely agree. So Neha, when I look at your signature, you know, you write your N and you encircle that with G. Yes. Right. That particular trait of encircling your own first letter in the signature is a significant aspect of how you have created a mechanism to not always be fully open. It's kind of a protective layer and it comes from deep childhood. It comes from areas where, you know, things you tried and tested were not necessarily appreciated by people around you. Hmm. And then you built this mechanism that I want to preserve myself no matter what, and I'm going to move forward. But at the same time, I'm not going to lose myself in the journey. So there is always like this, this kind of layer that you walk with. Hmm. And that definitely is where you take time to trust people, you take time to be friends with people, they have to go through multiple ways of your personal testing and trials and, you know, smaller tests that you set out. Once people clear through all of them is where you allow them in your world, inside your personal conversation. And I believe that is an interesting observation. Indeed, indeed. It's a, it's a very interesting observation, Aditi. And since you talked about childhood, uh, I'll say yes and no. It's a, it's a mixed of. So I, I had my, uh, you know, my, uh, I, my mother was a working mother. And I think a lot of it with regards to how do I manage my uh, personal and professional life I learned from her. Mm-hmm. And both my parents have uh, treated me and my brother as, um, as equals. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where they, they've given us the wings to go out and do the best we can. So uh, yes, it could have been a combination of uh, things that they, they would have told us and taught us. And then it, it ingrained in us saying, okay, this is the core me. And how much do I let somebody come inside my personal circle? So I think one of the things is that I'm extremely social, but you rightly said that 
it takes me to be time to have you in my closer circle so mm. i would i would i would be happy to engage with whoever uh, comes and talks to me but do i you know uh, become uh, pals with them do i uh, <laughs> you know start going for parties with them unlikely uh, that's a that's a smaller circle i like to maintain neha as i see your career graph and you know how you have one either accepted challenges or went ahead and created them figured out a way to go around the problem all the time if i have to ask you if you have any two or three formula kind of things that you keep in mind when it comes to dealing with resistance what would you say i think some of the things which i do is i do a lot of background work then so if mm-hmm. if i take an idea to somebody and and they have a resistance to it then i try and understand what is their thinking on it mm-hmm. and is it not aligning with the goal that they have because we we all are working in an organization and we all have to go towards a common goal and it makes no sense for me to you know do an idea because i'm marketing and i want to do something interesting sure. so so it has to align with the organization's goal and and then i do a lot of groundwork to say how does it align mm-hmm. where do we want to go and how does that idea fit in mm-hmm. so uh, so sometimes i introduce these ideas to people who are surrounding us in a meeting for mm. example so that i know that the resistance may be from a decision maker but we can collectively carry the decision maker towards a solution or towards an idea so these are the two things that i i definitely try to do one is prepping and understanding because mm. i also don't want to be on a journey at least at this point of time where i'm not aligned with where we have to go and right. then do a prep work and then have people who can talk about the same idea along with me so i have their buy in so that uh, there's a little bit of halo effect uh, on that idea or of uh, or a choice so if i have to ask you which was your professionally you know the most memorable experience or something where you felt oh my god this i didn't expect to happen so um in my previous job we uh, we were lo- doing a campaign which was focused on an industry which talked to plumbers and okay. nobody talks to plumbers except for talking in centers with them and mm-hmm. we said okay we'll go to uh, uh we'll go out in a tv commercial and mm-hmm. we will launch that and uh, we will still talk to plumbers and we will say how we are a brand for plumbers but we what's the role of a plumber has in general people's mind okay. and i think that small insight uh, turned into a campaign which um, which which i think was one of the best campaigns that year whoever can has you, seen that campaign can you be elaborate we can uh, okay. take names of the brand we okay with that sure so this is for uh, the brand called birla hi limited and um, so it so the whole idea was that you know when a plumber comes to you he said you know everything is okay and if anything goes wrong you know naam badal dena you know you i i i'll change my name right. so he puts your name he puts his name Uh, at stake exactly right. and 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 it's a just a pipe in your house but imagine if a plumbing system goes wrong you know everything of goes topsy turvy so it's a it's not something which is which is a big decision like buying a car or a dress so you do not have that top of mind but it's a decision big enough to spoil your day and and weeks eventually True. True. so that's what we we showcased and we had uh, the protagonist who went house to house and every time he used to keep on changing his name <laughs> so one one day his mom will call you by another name and then every day he'll have a new name new name plates everything oh and i i saw that so the very small part of this ad oh i remember it yes. okay so and i think the the way this ad blew up see as a, the product category was so small nobody used to talk about pipes for that right. we chose not to have a celebrity on it 
and mm-hmm. uh, and then the small idea which was obviously fantastically executed by the direction team my uh, agency uh, right. on board which was ogilvy at that time and then the the number of awards and number of uh, people talking about that you know people it reminded them of uh, fevicol and, oh, and i think wow. as a brand uh, yeah. it's a it's That's a, a compliment it's a, a compliment. it's a huge compliment and and i think all the awards one side you know start having uh, a body of work being compared to fevicol and we all have our childhood memories and sure, today's sure. memories of fevicol so i think that was an idea and it didn't have a great reception from internal audience in the beginning right and then it grew on everybody and like and you still believed in it when people people yes, did, yes. okay that's see because one thing in in marketing is uh, aditi you have to identify who's your audience hmm. so everybody will have a point of view in marketing right but what what matters is the people who are your audience who the communication is made for what is the point of view they have what did you think of when you made that execution hmm. because maybe you want them to have a cringy uh, behavior or or a or a reaction but if this is what you planned for and that you achieved is the success wow that so, makes sense okay yes yes so so a lot of times we feel okay this guy didn't like it but the filter is was this guy my intended audience and right. what was the reaction which was uh, intended out of it and if your intended audience clicks or if they feel it is exciting that's then that's the you... aha moment and that's that's where you know all the excitement comes from <laughs> that's amazing so neha in our conversation you mentioned about your exciting experience with geo tell us more about that i think uh, like all experiences geo has been um, really a great experience for two reasons one is uh, to be part of a launch which was which is the fastest growing company in the world you know acquiring mm-hmm. um, 100 million subscribers and growing at the pace they've grown is a um, gives you an insight on how things are possible i think mm-hmm. when you're part of a success story like that you say everything is possible and second is how all hands on deck how how a focused approach mm. works even when you have to do something as large as this mm. so i i think the clarity amongst the the entire team starting from the you know owner of the organization to the last person was clear that this is where we want to go and this is these are the things that we want to achieve and and how smaller pegs and everything put together forms such a large organization what do you mean by that if you can explain see you you the reach of geo was almost everywhere when the launch happened hmm. so you have people doing exactly the same thing that somebody is doing in pune to tiruvannapuram to uh, to you know uh, uh, bikaner to right. every smaller place and your lowest common denominator thinks the same way as what somebody is thinking sitting in the geo center hmm. so and how do you bring such a large force together and standardize everything so you know for a brand that's the most important part how do i look the same uh, you know to somebody who's sitting in a mumbai on a or on a marine drive to somebody in india gate to uh, to somebody in gachibauli in hyderabad to somebody again in bikaner and and uh, 
all parts where my brand is present am i coming across the same am i giving the same experience uh, i think that's the that's the focus that i learned in geo and uh, and again obviously the belief in anything is possible when i was changing uh, i was joining hi limited and this it was one of my big career move and i was moving um, vertically um, mm -hmm. in a significant position and i had uh, my interview with the head of the company and uh, and he changed the whole context to the interview by just you know starting the conversation by saying that we know you are the one and you're going to be leading the brand for us and you know how you go into the interview to justify yourself where <laughs> he kind of changed the whole access to how i will take the responsibility of taking the brand ahead how i will take the responsibility of joining them so i got bought into that organization even before i was part of that organization so, so you did not you did not head anything you did not know exactly what you were walking into but they were so convinced exactly and they you that you are the one to take care of it exactly and you know how then he took through the conversation where because i had taken all my guards down because when somebody says that we know you are the one for us then mm -hmm. then there is no pretension there is nothing then we were talking you know brass talks we were saying okay how do we make things work together right <laughs> that is interesting in an interview he could yes. get you to do that yes yes and and i great, great and, example of delegating work by buying oh, it for story that's that's right that's right and you know i think that's where i took and and i positioned uh, that brand which was a 70 year old brand and i gave them a positioning uh, call together we build because okay. eventually i think this is where the leader of the organization he started giving that to me and i'm sure eventually everybody in the organization in the yes oh, yes so how things can be done and and togetherness is something that a company uh, really stands for is there any any brand line or brand idea that you came up with which kind of blew your mind with the results that eventually showed up together we built so i'll i, I think so we were working on uh, so we will working on launching the brand for the uh, in in an atl or in a large scale uh, in partnership with the chennai super kings and uh, and it was a it was a very different problem that we had so we had multiple brands which mm -hmm. belong to the mother brand hil limited and how and what are had, those brands for our so, listeners so so this was a charminar brand which is a 70 year old brand and people people used to say you know dada kharide pota barte kind of a brand yeah. and and then you had birla hil which was um, not even a year old brand and you had birla aerocon we had a brand called parador we had acquired in germany mm -hmm. it was again a 40 year old brand and everything had to be brought in under the umbrella of hil limited which was a sub brand of ck birla group right. so you can imagine there were seven eight big brands and i had to make my mother brand stand in terms of employees because i want them to relate to the core brand i wanted the stakeholders which is channel partners stocks everybody relate to hil limited we had so many raw materials to work with and and there were various ideas and we said okay one of the idea which had to take the leap of a positioning was that as a brand we build things together so so mm -hmm. as employees we build the organization uh, our products along with our consumers help them build whatever construction they want to do mm -hmm. uh, as channel partners they help us build the organization and as a company we build the nation eventually 
Interesting. And and this interesting. This and and we were a building material company. So I right. think the the whole thought of build and how build as a verb and a noun came together. And we said togetherness is what we stand for because all of it together is is what we are. And we landed on together we build. Another thing I think that's the that's the work which I'm most proud of. And uh, and wherever I I went and people were like, okay, we want something like together we build. And nice. and you know that's where you. feel when somebody wants a part of what you've made it 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 creates maybe those mother instinct when i feel my daughter growing <laughs> and i say okay no this is uh, this is something that i'm really proud of yes. and also something that you feel your body of work becomes larger than you and then you look at it and say oh my god this is amazing and it goes back to your thought of that when we do things and they become successful you know it gives you an excitement of doing something new you say right. okay this works and and let's try something new which will work so yes indeed that's that's my more ex- most exciting uh, part of the work so neha before we conclude our conversation i want to say something which i feel would resonate with you and our listeners at the same time so many times when you are an overachiever in a team and your ideas or your talent does not fit the requirement of the team i find people sitting there and questioning whether the job is good enough for me am i good enough for this job is it a right match or a marriage and what do i do how do i break it and that becomes quite frustrating hmm. most of the time hmm. so i think uh, a clue or a, or a little small little hack for you to look at is to find your channels of expression hmm. creativity other than the work which i believe you haven't paid attention to right you wish to you keep thinking about it but you do not act on it as uh, with as much vigor as you do for your professional work That's so it's right. your so called reminder uh from wherever but make sure that in next 3 months or 6 months you take that up and start working or building a personal project because That's if you right. don't do that right now i see there are moments where you do get irritated with lack of challenge hmm. you get irritated and it also could be due to the lockdown and everything but you do feel that i am not at my best i am not necessarily stretching my intel intellect as much as i would like to and this is where we have to work you know these are those frustrating moments that we we look at you know situations and we say but there is no nothing wrong with my life everything is available i have a beautiful family i have a great job and we just start justifying how our frustrations are not valid however no 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 and hmm. the, these are the moments that no, you no, you're, you're very it. right you're very right on that aditi i think that is something that i i also consciously think but you know what happens is that sometimes people who are so married to their work right then they start finding things on how do i make the work more exciting so True. usually that's where i feel my meditation is when i get those ideas and say okay you know things are going status quo they are not going the way they i want them to how do i how do we get an idea how do i do something which i kind of channelize things better so i think uh, it's important that we uh, that we have projects which are outside of our work because it gives us time to take off uh, our mind from work and it gives bigger ideas it completely completely and i want to talk about the kama sutra astro practice yeah. that we constantly you know keep talking and everywhere i get a chance I'm i a talk about it i'm a big fan of it. that yes thank you so that stroke is is called flow of thoughts and mm-hmm. it's a creativity booster so most of the time when you feel blocked when you feel that your mind is not channelized in the manner that you would like to please take 10 minutes and do that stroke however that's not the hobby or like another creative project i was talking about i do see that your abilities to 
to express yourself are not fully utilized hmm. to answer the question that you asked what else can i do to bring on my a game hmm. i feel if you have something else other than your work where you are implementing and executing your ideas hmm. where you feel that you are completely engaged you'll be able to do more justice to your work and cope up with those creative frustrations that you experience every now and then I I completely agree let me give you an inside story I'm a big foodie and I love uh-huh. cooking so uh-huh. eventually so that so that creativity for me is is from cooking and and like everybody would believe you know like a simple project so you decide what to make what are the resources and what's the output and that's your yeah. aha moment you know right. that's okay. that's where you get that fulfillment and uh, yes indeed one should do like slightly bigger projects outside of work but uh, whenever I'm trying to take that break and say okay how do i meditate i get into my kitchen and i see what all is That's there amazing. what do That's i cook amazing. out of it i started cooking just uh in 2019 for the first time in my life and i'm like oh my god why did i miss this for so many years it is meditative it is obviously delicious and other people are also benefited by your hobby exactly <laughs> <laughs> so it 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 gives you that output which is uh, self consuming as well as um, it gives you the vibes that everybody is appreciating it so it, it's a sensory experience in all ways totally food gasmic and how i agree <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Neha for being part of this conversation. There were so many small learnings that I have had thinking about a brand, looking at how you understand other people when you how you make them the hero of the story that you are narrating. It was very interesting. Thank you so much. Thank you Aditi for having me on the show. Uh it was like standing in front of the mirror and saying, "Okay, is my hair still fine? Why is it not fine? You know, what right. is it that I can do to make my overall persona so while mirror just shows you how you look i think you've uh, you've very wonderfully added uh, suggestions and uh, guided me into things which may be a blind spot and how i can work on them my pleasure completely my pleasure i i cannot tell you that when our listeners listen to stories like yours they start understanding their journeys and they start real relating to how they are stuck and how can they solve problems so i think today our listeners going to have some takeaways that they can implement right away Thank that's you. very generous of you and i'm sure uh, i will look forward to many more stories coming from your end definitely and keep on learning from there thank you thank so you. much thank you thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the absolutely right podcast if you want to know how to use graphology to know people around you like your kids your spouse people that you otherwise wonder how they think like your colleagues or your bosses then this particular skill can come really handy you can join our graphology masterclass You can know more details about the course on aditisurana.com. If these conversations are stimulating you to be the best version of yourself and be the leader that you always knew was possible, you require to train your mind, your emotion to deal with stress, to work under pressure and actually hack your system to go to the next level. We are creating all of this in Apt which is our group coaching program. You can know more about it on the link aditisurana.com/apt. A for aspire, P for perform, and T for transform. I'll see you on Friday with one more episode of the Absolutely Right podcast. Till then, happy writing. Mm-hmm.